this is well actually that's getting back to what I was saying to the to the Beck tonight. I made some comment to do with politics and the Beck mm-hmm. just threw a mental. Um, he thought you were a, a commo, did he? They, they were talking about tax, and I, I only came on to find out whether the booz was going to be home. Mm. And I just put in Is this my on bit. Channel Del? Yeah, I put in my bit and sort of went away again. But then they, they kept talking about it, and Beady Man was saying he couldn't work out why they couldn't um, mm. allow transport to and from work as being a deduction because it says travelling expenses. It should be a deduction. And, uh, Apparently it's not because the Agar knows a tax consultant, and it turned out that they only, when they say um, um, transportation to do with work, they only mean to do with work, like during working hours when you're going out on jobs. Apparently, mm. anyway, I put in the <coughs> comment. I said, "Well, look, um, it's to the, as far as the government that's in at the moment is concerned, for them to give a deduction for transportation <coughs> during work is an incentive to the company. It's an investment as far as mm. they're concerned because they rip off their tax from the company at the end of the financial year. Anything they can do to boost the, the profits of a company, they'll do. Mm. And that's why it's done. It's one of their many ways of fostering um, company profits. Mm. Whereas as far as the individual <coughs> person's concerned, going to and from work, they couldn't give a continental. That's right. You know, if you live 50 miles from work, well, that's your tough luck, Charlie. If you're late in the morning, you, you, you're in you the know. wrong. Whereas, possibly, if the other mob were back in power again, um, the, the bias would be considerably shifted, and mm. it would be it would include possibly transportation to and from work, mm. or else, um, if not that, they'd possibly remove the um, the company incentives or well, something I've like that. Well, I've been looking at these things now. Look at Medibank for an example. <clears throat> I wasn't getting, no, hang on, we don't want to get onto that topic. I was just no. quoting that as what I was saying to Beck. No, but I was... And the Beck threw a mental. Yeah. He sort of said, oh, I don't know about that. Um, um, I mm. can show you an example which says that such and such... You know, he thought I was having a go at the, at the libs mm. and saying that, you know, capitalists are bad or capitalism's bad or something. Yeah, I can he see the point. threw a mental and said he wasn't going to discuss the subject that and the mm. other. And all I'd been making was... All I'd been trying to do was give a... A concrete possible pair of reasons for um, why things are the way they why are. Why things are the way they are. But if you discuss politics, if you uh, even look like beginning a discussion on politics with some people, they just throw a complete mental. Mm, I know. Um, they can't agree to disagree, sort of thing. Like, I mean, okay, Beck's ideas and my ideas tend to be, as far as I can work out at the moment, completely opposite. Mm, you probably but, find um, minor opposite to the big as well. He he won't allow a discussion to um to start up. He, I don't know he, why he gets people, all upset. I don't know why people get all heads up and upset and hush hush. Well, they're the most fruitful discussions because it's no use discussing something with a person that thinks the same way you do and something like that because you never learn really that much. Mm. It's very satisfying from the point of view of finding out that the person's got the same ideas, but you don't learn much. No. You know, the, oh, the, you really, the really good discussions that I used to have around uni, wasting a lot of time in first year especially, hmm. were with people who had other ideas. But Beck's got this thing about politics, ooh, throws yeah. a mental and, and rolls around the room several times and turns his rig off. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know whether that's an indication of somebody with a, a closed mind or, or what. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because hmm. uh, there's a friend of mine who... He's in Young Libs. Um, he's definitely, he's definitely um, fairly. I suppose he's relatively right, really. You know, right. Mm. He's all for that party, 
But right, right, McCartney. Um, but uh, the thing is, if he meets someone else who's uh, left or even communist or something like that, he doesn't throw a mental. He'll he'll discuss it with them um, and everything. Whereas there's another person I know who's right, and if you um, discuss anything other than right, he throws a mental. Mm. And he won't talk any more to you. Yeah, people get a bit like that with politics, like they think you're attacking them personally. It's taken yes. very personally if you attack somebody's, in some cases, if you attack somebody's <coughs> personal beliefs. Like, some reason or other around uni, that doesn't happen at all. Well, I like, suppose It's always taken in good spirit and some really rip-roaring debates get going. Many cases when you start talking about these things with... Um, people outside of this intellectual or pseudo-intellectual environment as you say, or as I said metals get thrown mm. people must feel terribly insecure in their ideas or something, like around uni everyone's one for one and all for all and this sort of thing, regardless of what your beliefs are, there's a very big feeling of oneness mm. it must be a feeling of insecurity in the other situations you start attacking people's thing mm. which is a bit of a pity because boy you can get some really fantastic arguments going if even if you just take the opposite side just for the hell of it yeah you know somebody's a bit <clears> left wing so you start you get start getting stuck into left wing ideals and say how bad they say are say how terrible they are reasons. yeah because you can think of dozens of reasons why mm. they're bad because I mean n- neither side is the panacea well I often really. think the label that I often think, to some extent, I don't really know how much difference the label on the government party does actually make. Um, That's right, because the system is so... So bad. It's been going for so many years that to try and change it, it's like like trying to move a a ship off its course by swimming along beside it and giving it a push. Mm, That's about it. That's about the magnitude... Of the I mean, Labor fell under that trap to a large extent. Like, they applied an enormous amount of force, which didn't really move the ship off its course, but it got a lot of people on the ship very upset. Mm. It made the ship rock a bit, and a few people fell over and Mm. got twisted ankles. Yeah, that's all it did. It just rocked it. It rocked it, and all the people on the ship that were... had been... uh, And it was really terrible in the ship's dining room when the the tables fell over and all the dinner fell on the floor. Mm. Everybody's coffee got spilled on their laps. Yeah, a lot of people were sick. Mm. Back into their dinner plate. Mm. Mm. All because this force tried to change the course of the ship and it went through turbulence. And uh, all the coffee tables fell over. Mm. Mm. That's what I was saying. Well, one comment I was going to throw in. You know, before when we were talking about work, um, actually, I suppose it's just a bit disjointed with what we're on, on at the moment, but this, uh, a certain friend of mine actually went so far as to say, why couldn't the government lend you half a million dollars or something? You put that in the bank, you live off the interest, then when you, you die, you give the half a million dollars back to the government. He was saying when the machines That's not as silly as it sounds, actually. Look, he was saying when the machines take over, there's going to be no jobs for anybody, and mm. some system like that may, in actual fact, have to be have to be implemented. Um, 
Yeah, in in the robot era, if it ever, <coughs> if, if, that we keep hearing about, if it ever does come, and probably we'll get pretty close to it eventually, machines that can do everything a person can do and much better. It's certainly a bit, it's a bit paradoxical that um, the time when you're best able to make good use of money is when you're, say, between the age of about 18 and 30. Mm. That's when your imagination tends to be at its peak. Your That's activity, right. Your activity in general tends to be at its peak. Mm. You can really appreciate it and really make use of it. And then you're supposed to be put in a stupid nine-to-five job, so what will we get? No way. Well, this is the thing. I mean, what sort of has to happen in reality is that you have to go and work at a nine-to-five job and save and all the rest of it, and possibly by the time you're about 50 or 60, you've got a, a good little nest egg put away. You've possibly got enough then to enjoy it, mm. to really enjoy life, and and yet your mind's... Fu- your mind's um, <laughs> Mm. Sort of yes, gone, gone, and mm. um, nearly said it. Mm. Y- you were uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm. right. Back to what we were saying. Your mind's sort of gone. You can't really make best use of it. No. Hmm. <laughs> I noticed that the branch is obviously killing himself laughing because of what's going on, because the mic keeps turning on and off, but anyway. Um, it's not very good at all when that happens. No. <laughs> mm, I know, I'm getting into falling into the rut of having to turn the mic off too. Mm. Oh, I'm just rolling a fag now anyway, stand by. Right. Well, this is the thing, because... You're sort of in the situation where at the time in your life when you should be using your imagination um, and all that, you've got to slog it out in this stupid job. And then you, you turn 65, that's if you live that long, which is, um, to me, it all looks rather dubious whether I'll live that long with the world the way it is at the moment. Um, so-called, when you turn 65, you're free and you can do what you like. But uh, For all of three years for all the three years before you drop dead. Yeah. Um, so the other, the, the other possibility we discussed was, wouldn't it be so good if you could retire first? Um, so, you, you know, if you're going to have to do your schooling, you finish your schooling, then you retire, uh, and you somehow, you know, when you, when you feel you're ready to start working, you work for three years, um, before you, you and, drop dead. And all the money that they gave you. Hmm. At the end of your life, and well, if you drop dead, well, that's just too bad. And, uh, you, you just enjoy your life and live your life and work for however many years you can. Mm, um, that's after you've had your life, when you're no good for anything, which is all highly unrealistic and everything. But but I had I had all these fantastic ideas between the age of about fourteen, about nineteen, say. You know, like I, I had as many ideas in that period of time as I've had since, really. Look, this and is what happened some of them was just so way out, but they would have been so good to have, like building a, um, a big underground, triple-storey underground um, room out the back with mm. studios in one block um, mm. and a, a sound-listening room in another block. This is the Things thing. like this, and an 80-foot tower and a 5-kilowatt, um, you know, silver-proof transmitter. Mm. System and um, with special plating so it doesn't tarnish. I was going to have a um, a railway line between here and East Malvern under the ground, mm. my own private railway line, 
What's in East Malvern? My um, grandmother's place. Uh, so yeah. when I wanted to when I wanted to commute from here to there, I just get in this little electric train. Somewhat like the one in the tunnel. Ran on about a 150 volt DC rail or something. Mm. Just jump in that, whip up to about 80 or 100 miles an hour in this tube system, and burn up to there. And other people could have other systems which connect up to mine. And you could commute so, with friends. You, know, you could have one going across to your place. Same sort of thing. This we should go at about 500 miles an hour so you get it across very quickly. Oh, no, you don't have to go that fast. You want to enjoy the trip. Mm. You have all these tunnels linking various people's places all around Melbourne and so on, and out into the country even. Mm. And, um, oh, you know, just idea after idea after idea. I was going to have my own lunar park with a, a Big Dipper that was far better than the Big Dipper that's down on that one. Well, this is the thing. I used to think and, of things um, like that when I was if I'd young. Had, well, probably to do all the things I wanted to do, I would have had to have had several hundreds of millions of mm. dollars. And so, juice is this horrible thing known as money. You, you can't apply your imagination quite to the extent you'd like to. Mm. Which is all totally impractical, but I mean, it's the sort of thing... If there's any way of making it possible, uh, I don't know. Imagine if people could all do that. You know, if you're somebody like... Um, that guy that owns Playboy or something, he's got all that money, but he's about 47 or something. He's got his own aeroplane and everything. Yeah. You know, you're usually, you're usually getting on a bit, bit by the time you earn all that money, and if you, even mm. if you do manage to make all that money, you're getting on a bit. Mm. The real part of your life where you can really take things in, to take things in to that extent and appreciate them to the same extent later on, well, you've thing. really got to go and mow the lawn. That's right, because by the time you, you've passed your retiring age, you've, you've just about had enough of everything, probably, or some people have. Um, your mind sort of probably isn't working as, as smoothly as it was 40 years earlier. That's right, your whole sensitivity dies away, sort of fairly, well, not completely linearly. I think it dies away pretty quickly towards the end once you... Hello? Oh, that must be the stew. Hmm. Can you come up on two? Uh. Oh, not not that conveniently. Uh, what a pity. Um. I'll just tune off to one side. C come up to one side, stew. Yeah. On the high side. On the high side. Which one am I on? Who's that? Hang on, which one am I on? Who's that? That's me. Right, stand by. Oh, good day, Branch. Good evening. Couple of points. You. Yeah. Not the least of the fact you've completely stuffed up my evening. Why? Well, I've been listening to this, to this for about the last four hours or whatever. Oh, yes. Anyway, a couple yeah. of things. It has been one of the best cross bands I've heard. Has it? Yeah, particularly this business. It's sort of. Some points here were stated that were really quite to the point. Why are we stuffed up your evening? What are we going to do? Well, I'll end up not getting up till lunchtime as well. Oh, yeah. Anyway, um, it's been exceptionally good. Oh, that's, that's good to hear. There's been some really um, on-the-spot... Contentious material. Contentious material. Mm. Now, you were talking about um, the bank having a spew mm. about... Political mission. Yes, yes, yes. Now, there's one thing I'll agree with you on, mm. and that is the back is a bit, is a bit shallow. 
I wasn't saying he was shallow. When you get into deep subjects. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's not the point. Yeah, yeah. But I have spoken to him on link about these things. Yeah. And the main thing he's having to spew about, and the main thing I have spews about... Yes. ...is that you come on and knock the system and all this sort of jazz... Yes. Now, it may not necessarily be you. Now, take it, um, just getting things in line. Mm. The universities are full of people who are going along there... Yeah. ...being subsidised by the public... Yeah. ...and all they do... Is knock, is, is knock the system. Is knock the system. Mm. And there's people who, as you say, work nine till five. In, in, uh, a, in a way, though, that's why people send them there. Not, not, not when they don't allow free speech, because you said that people at the university, it's an all free speech, all this sort of thing. Yeah. It's about any place where you, um, people who, who want to say something often don't get allowed to say things. Like I, I was there with aunties when... Um, Fraser was going to have, was going to do a speech, and they just such a noise. Yeah, that, that's sort of unusual, actually. It's not unusual. Outsiders, day sometimes at uni. I was going to say sometimes outsiders won't be allowed to get get a say. Hang on, let's check the log tape. You keep going. But it's his darn university as much as anybody else's. Oh, he's done nothing towards it. He's oops. Hang on, just lost my headphones. It's just the system. What you're saying? Everybody is knocking it now. Headphones unplug themselves. Without now. Without sounding too high and mighty or something, there's just all these people who don't work mm. and are sub- subsidised, and uh, people get a bit sick of it. Yeah, well, most of the people at the university are going to be working, though. I mean, it's just by a the four- time they're about thirty-five. No, no, it's just usually for the majority, it's just a four-year stint. Oh yes, oh yes. For most of them. No, it is. You can oh, look yes. at the statistics. Is it? Oh, that's it most is. interesting. But didn't the- you know that most courses are only three or four years, one or the other? Oh yes. Yes. Just out of the people that I know, most tend to spend quite a lot longer at the university. Make, make it quick because the log me. tape is about to run out. <laughs> Literally. The oh. second one, mind you. Mm. But that, that's the main main point. It'll stop it because I can always say this again. Stop it and let the egg come on the log no, tape. No, it's all right. It's much we, more we sort of, we've sort of discussed everything anyway. We'll sort of round it off, off tape. That's, that's the main situation, you see. Now, I've been lying in bed and I wasn't going to open my mouth on all the other subjects because I agreed mostly of what you said, particularly this role-playing with the way the whole society is built up and things like that. Yeah, but, but that's always been the way of it. Universities have always knocked the establishment and the establishment not only has to tolerate it, but it usually likes it. Like, it likes people to be... If people... If young people aren't questioning... Thank you. And that's where the log tape ran out. We ended up recording onto the white leader. Oh, what am I talking about? We just lost the egg, apparently, uh, the stew, apparently. What a pity. Oh, oh well, I put that to direct so I can understand myself. <laughs> I only wish... That, that was a drag running out at that point. Look, well, maybe it isn't, because you know what happened about a minute later. Is it the back under you or something? No, it's just the front end having it's a fit. Yeah. That, uh, that bit where the pings came. Oh, yes. And I got really spewed and I said something. It was... Uh, it came in. Mm. But, um, yes, that's amazing. Is yeah. the knock still there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good day, knock. Yeah. Well, have you been doing while that uh, replay's on? Oh, not much, actually. We've been listening to the replay because I haven't heard... Uh, the, I only... I went to Dozy yeah. Bobo's about Ooh. half... I went in the land of Nod. 
when oh, you're yes. listening to the original. About, that is. Original, that is, about halfway through. So this, this is the first time I've heard the second half of that program. Oops. Oops. One of the best ones. Oh, hang on. Is off taking. I can, I can stop it. <coughs> it's one of the best ones I've heard. Ooh, like something's considerably hard. I haven't heard myself when I do these things. Is that what they sound like? Oh, how pathetic. Um, when he gets nervous. Hmm? It sounds like going, oh, when he gets nervous. You mean, you mean we don't talk about because he's a complete tea features? Anyway, uh, <laughs> what on earth? I don't know what that is. It's something outside. Oh. Is it? What's going on? <laughs> you better turn the speaker down a bit. <laughs> Not to worry. It's pouring out into the room. In the rest of the house. What's it like now? Oh, that's all right. That's good. Yep. Am I coming through loud still? I've got you patched. Good. I'll be able to hear what my mission sounds like. Oh, that's a point, because you'll be logging this still. Yes. Mm. I suppose it's just... We'll see, I am logging this. How many tapes do you have to go through? Well, I've got about... Uh, uh, I'm almost 12, almost finished third side of an hour aside, so that's almost three hours of wasted time. Mm, that's about it. Oh. I wonder if the Beck heard those knocks. Beck. I oh, know, he didn't hear the early knocks because you two are still talking. No, we have to play them back to him and he's going to Sydney <coughs> tomorrow. Yeah. Poor Beck. Yeah. Of all the places to have to go, it'd be about the worst in the country. Sydney, oh, it's good to see. It's a very picturesque city. Very American. Yeah. Very capitalistic. Mm. Very what? Capitalistic. Very, very capital. Oh, that probably explains it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you won't speak about that. No, you no. Like to go there. Where would you like to go? You, where, what? What's? What's very um, um, capitalistic here? I'd like to go and see um, the states. I think. What state? State of what? The states. Oh, yes, now that sounds interesting. The, the states. We'll have to get you talk. The states of the Soviet Republic. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you'll be able to speak to Lionel about China. Yeah. That'd be most interesting. I hope he doesn't trip off and try and find any Chinese amateurs. He's, he's come back. He's back. Oh. He came back. He did. Amazing, but he did. They let him out. They let him out. They said, Mr. Lionel, you're a... You're a... What, they, um, what did we used to call him? Well, while he was over there, he got a, probably had a new call sign. Careful. Mm. What are they call signs over there? I don't think they allow them. Have any? Oh, that's right. You're not allowed to be an amateur over there. No. They only allow pros. Pros. You can be a pro and have a jamming station. Hmm. Nigga, what jamming station? <coughs> people come up the street and say, "Well, that's all my face." There's so many microphones. You go. You're going to lose teeth doing that. I've lost three already. Oh. We've got, we've got an interesting thing that you might like to hear, but you might like to put it on. What is it? Oh, it's standby. I've got to re-patch. Let, Man, it, let it rip. You could always put it on two, yeah. on two metres. Oh, I could, I suppose. Hang on. This is when I was speaking to the back one. Yes. There's the one at Caulfield Station. <laughs> there's the one... There's one... Just... <laughs> Get the mission off here! I don't think the stew wants us to go on here. <laughs> Actually, I couldn't 
It was quite interesting, actually. <laughs> Just so typical. You can put it on pause again. That was me. Hey. You never know. <laughs> no, that's Not right. Not too many people this time. Yeah. No, we, th- we thought you were going to comment on the um, the knocks and the contact, you oh, see. Yes. So we're going to record your comments on the knocks. How did you call that in the kilt? Yeah. Oh, but yes. uh, it turned out to be quite an interesting contact. What's <laughs> interesting? Put you back on. Did you speak, uh, have you had any more trouble on the... Um, on the uh, Ditty Man with uh, getting into Channel 2 Peters? No, I just took the lid off. When the lid's off, it's okay? Yeah, it's a really good machine, that one. Which one's this? That's the Hepburn Jenkins. Phone. Yeah, the, the Les phone. I wonder why it does that. Have you got the other phone there? Yeah, yeah. The small phone? Yeah. So you've got the 6 phone, the Les phone, <coughs> and the small phone. Hmm. Okay, I'm receiving you on the 6A at the moment. Ah, the 5 phone. Yes. Well, that's... Interesting. <laughs> it is. Too. Oh, last weekend, at that going... Because mm. even the knock rang up to join in there. Did he? Yeah. Oh. That would have been... You, did you help put the rig off the air, did you? No. Oh. I was gone, by. Oh, yeah. That was hilarious. That, can you imagine people listening all over the world? You hear this... This competition. You didn't finish it off though. No word came out at the end. No, you just made the noise. You're yeah. supposed to go. Most interesting. That's most. Everyone, everyone got so wrapped, carried away with the O for about 20, 25 seconds or something. <coughs> no, it was more like about a minute. But they forgot to put the interesting on the end of it. It was certainly the most silly missions. Oh. I'm not fully quieting on low power at your place. Uh, yeah, the, when the front end's behaving itself, you are. It was amazing um, when it was doing the the, the meter, the meter on the limiter on, on the mixer was just pinned. Mm. The limiting had gone off scale and was out of control. <laughs> the the bio line meter was just bashed. Mm. <coughs> the the modulation meter on the mod monitor was just pinned to one side, mm. and the over mud light was just flashing continuously and the carrier had gone down 50% because of all the extra power on the distorted sideband. <laughs> and all the street lights went out and the log, <laughs> log tape that instant is slow, slower than normal because of the drain in the, the SEC power, supply, yes, yes. which is already depleted because of the lack of um, maintenance. Mm. Oh no, those knocks on maintenance recorded. Ah, most gusting. So it, it's, it's really quite, uh, quite, quite tiny. Mm. Now that's quite an quite an interesting uh, contact, because probably most people who listen in on um, 160 wouldn't have heard you and the Beck Simplex. No. And that's you and the Beck Simplex what happens for about an hour. That's good because you could put on and say, "This is what the Beck and the Stew talk about when they're not getting ratings." Yeah, well, we could do that actually. And it's usually better, apart from the fact so it sounds like a telephone. Mm. It's good because we're both going. What? Well, actually, we weren't. No, you weren't. It was pretty straight. It was straight. Yeah, we just started when you were halfway through talking about trains. Hang on, we'll have another listen. Oh, well, this is most uninteresting. I mean, the... Hang on. Yes. Hello, it's gone. It's gone again. Oh, this must, must have been where we lost audio or something. Can't hear a thing. Just, no, there's something there. There's his. There's a roaring noise. Oh, that's when... That was when the 6A was doing funny things, I think. Hang on. Yeah, it, we fixed it up. 
Actually, the first 20 or 30 minutes, you were pretty naughty, <coughs> and then I found I could make you full quieting by re-tuning, so unfortunately, this is a, a replay this time. And it went for super rev missions. Now, you know how most of the red trains, half the lights in the carriages are off. You either get every second...